You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller. Amichai Lau Lavi's New Bible Blog, a Jcast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives. This week's word is God, Elohim. The weekly Torah portion is Vayigash. It was God's will. It's a terrible thing to say to the bereaved, no matter the intention. Piety is sometimes simply wrong. But that's what we hear over and over again on the news this week from religious leaders, politicians, pundits, talking to and about the parents, friends, and shocked neighbors in Connecticut. Does this kind of faithful lingo ultimately help or hurt? What does this form of soothing do to the souls, to our minds, to our ability to try and heal and fix our world? Some things, I think, are best left unsaid, even sometimes truths. What I'm left with behind the frustration with this abusive and violent God language, did I mention God hates fags or God loves guns, is this big messy question of faith. Trying to make sense of the incredible human yearning and at times human capacity to create comfort in times of crisis, to make meaning of loss, to get up in the morning and find ways to hope and cope and strive for better. Is all that grounded in the thought-out mental leap of faith that everything happens for a reason? Or are we just on autopilot because the other alternative is just too horrid to live with, that chaos rules our lives? I'm struggling with faith, with the courage to believe or not, to trust that there is possibly a plan in motion and that there's reason for whatever happens even when it makes no sense and worse. But sometimes, often, It all feels like a mass manipulation, like a pious lie. When, I wonder, did this notion of the big plan start? I might be wrong, but I think that this week's Torah text by Yigash describes the first such bold theological assumption in the Bible. Joseph comes out to his brothers, as that Hebrew boy they once sold a slave. But it's all good, my brothers, he assures them. How else could I have saved you now? It is all God's bigger plan. There in Genesis 45, he describes this over and over again. It was meant to be. The brothers are silent with shock. A reasonable reaction. Really, Joseph? Hindsight's 2020. 22 years after the pit, this ruler of Egypt has perspective and trusts the higher power. But can one hold to this type of faith when one's deep inside the pits of grief and trauma? Did he, like Job, bless the God inside the pit and had faith in the big plan? Or did he lose it, as so many of us do when it hits the fan? Perhaps the brothers in their silence got it right. Maybe they were not just shocked to see their brother. They didn't know what to say, what to make of this claim that every little plot twist is the work of God. And if is the truth, well, some truths are better maybe sometimes left unspoken. Words of faith spoken to the not-so-perfect timing can hurt instead of heal, close the heart instead of opening it to the possible. Sometimes it's too soon, too loud.
And even if one is 100% sure that there is a plan, and horrors have a reason, timing is everything. Too raw, not good. The ability to deal with these big questions is an intimate act. It deserves the bravest of attentions and intentions, quietly, with healthy distance from the wound. Faith is a work in in process. You've got to have faith, Paul Rudd tells me this morning in the back of the cab, and also you need a backup plan. It's a funny ad for a play on Broadway called Grace that I hear is awesome, but what sticks with me when I get out of the cab on Union Square is this simple, not-so-simple message. Have faith in something bigger than us all, but pull in your own weight. It's ultimately our own decision. Joseph may have been the first to say so, and the rest is in our hands. For me, today, it's often in the silence good enough. Shabbat Shalom.